you're in the bullpen. You might want to watch where you're stepping. Here's American Shorthorn Association CEO, Monty Souls. Well, welcome to the bullpen again. We're here in Des Moines, Iowa at the National Junior Shorthorn Show and Youth Conference. And today I have Jill Kors with me from Michigan State University. Uh, we're going to visit a little bit about how being part of this event and being an exhibitor here at the Shorthorn Junior National probably helps build that career development that these children don't even realize what we're doing and what's happening to them. And, uh, you know, we, we had 530 exhibitors this year at the Junior National. That's a record for us. Uh, to show you the, normally we have like 30 no-shows with less entries. We only had six no-shows this year. It's a, it's a huge boost for our programs and what's going on here in the short arm breed. But Jill, tell me a little bit about your business and what you do from a, as a career development type activity at Michigan State, and and then uh, we'll we'll get into the list of things that you talk yeah. about. Yeah, well, it's great to talk to you today. Uh, I work as part of the Career Services Network at MSU, and we um, have career advisors or career consultants in all of the various colleges at Michigan State. I specifically work with the College of Agriculture and Natural Resources, which also includes the School of Planning, Design, and Construction, and our School of Packaging. Um, in that role, I help students doing one-on-one -on -one career advising, uh, doing career coaching, resume critiques, job interview prep, as well as I work with employers when they have requests to post jobs and post internships and uh, plan our agriculture and food industry career fair and support our department um, of for our construction management, our packaging fairs, as well as our environmental uh, career fairs. Well, good. you're a busy person. There, there's a lot of things to cover there. The, the things that I think we're kind of interested in right today that I want to visit with Jill about is she's got a list of things that they deal with from a career development or mm -hmm. career, that, is, career that, is needed, that is needed for them to get career placement done. And she takes that comparison to what happens here at the Junior National. You know, we have a cattle show here, but that's just a small part of the activity that's going on. We have this huge contest activity taking place at the same time that's doing speech contests and team marketing, team sales. We could go through the list, graphics, graphics design, crafts work and, and posters and all kinds of different things that are happening at that time. So how does that relate to what, you showed me a list earlier and I'm not quick enough to memorize that list. You probably got it down because it's your daily activity. Yeah, so um, many colleges and universities belong to a professional organization called NACE, which is the National Association of Colleges and Employers. And the NACE leadership came up with a list of career-ready competencies. And these are competencies employers, not only in agriculture and the food industry, but across all industries, are saying we need our college graduates, we need our talent in the workforce to have these skills in addition to their academic discipline of professional skills. And so a lot of it is communication, teamwork, professionalism. And so the list goes on and on of those skills 
the youth uh, development contest here at, at this breed association and others, as well as some 4-H and FFA contest, that's where it's happening. And uh, the speech contest is in the team sales and the oral reasons and livestock judging are teaching the kids communication skills. Uh, the professionalism and career readiness for the uh, career development and job interview contest here. Um, it is amazing that a lot of organizations are all promoting entrepreneurialism, which is one that's not on the list, but that is something that is happening. Some of these young people are buying their own animals or raising their own animals, keeping records, uh, having a budget, maybe borrowing money. And those are things that are many adults have never even experienced. And we have children or youth, you know, between eight and 21 years old starting their own businesses. It's amazing. No, it, it really is. I mean, I, I personally have been so impressed with the growth that I see. As I've been here 10 years with the American Showdown Association. So I've got to see these young people grow from 10-year-old to a 20-year-old. And what changes with them between that time frame is really interesting and really rewarding because they grow with that. So, so when you sit there and look at what you get in college, when you get these kids at the university, what do you see? Do you see a difference when those kids yeah. come from programs with, with like the American Shorthorn Junior Shorthorn Association and been part of the Junior National here versus those kids that aren't? Yes, uh, some of those students, um, some of the uh, past lassies have been students at Michigan State, uh, board members, and they are the leaders in the student clubs and the organizations. They're the ones who can comfortably go up to a company table, shake hands with that representative, look them in the eye, and talk to these recruiters or a company reps about employment opportunities. Uh, they are taking leads and planning um, our block and bridal show. Some of the youth that have been active in their junior association, they then lead the block and bridal junior show during our beef expo. And um, there's a definite difference with some of that professionalism. So, so the, the, the value of education, the value of the things that we all talk about that, that this youth pick up here, I mean, our, our event is 100% done on the cost of it is 100% done on sponsorships and donations. And I think it's some of the best money that you could spend because you are developing the future leaders, the future people that we're going to look up to going forward. And uh, that's what you're seeing even at the university, the differences between them. Even just from a farm kid that bailed hay all of his life versus the ones that got out here and got exposed is yep. really what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference. And then there's some um, members, uh, you know, that get involved at their state level and they may come to a couple junior nationals over the years and then that really helps push them to get involved. Um, one thing that we often don't talk about is the beef cattle, the sheep, or maybe the hogs might be the vehicle that introduces a young person to agriculture. And the demand for talent in agriculture is high. And so if that vehicle is the animal that exposes them and they might not realize they could be a food scientist or a packaging scientist or take that ag background and work in ag finance or insurance or with crops 
or plant breeding um, and still be involved raising shorthorn cattle. Um, but that might be the way that we that we bring them into agriculture because maybe it's an ag teacher or a neighbor or friend to say, hey, will you start showing one of my heifers for me? And that gets them involved with the organization and uh, the ag industry in general. No, it's, it's, it, it, it's a big part of it. I, I, I talked with Steve and Julie French earlier. You know, I, I, I've had so many people that I've had interaction with that own major companies. When they see the participation of being part of a junior national, being part of a junior beef organization, the things that we do, they know what those kids will be like, and they're the first ones to get interviews. You know, and, and it just makes a difference in their so in their in their professionalism, as you said, but in the opportunities that they're going to get to have doors open for them. It's it, it's a value added package that this gives to every one of these exhibitors that are here. They become empowered, is what I like to say. The other thing, you know, I look at a lot of students' resumes from a lot of industries, and also some of these youth leaders, they have tangible things to show examples of their leadership, of their hard work, of their communication skills to put on their resumes. And, you know, when they put that they work as part of their family farm operation or their own um, enterprise, they have multiple bullet points that they can explain that their hard work ethic. And that is something you would believe the number of students from all over other places that have no previous work experience when they come in as freshmen. And so, you know, these kids, well, when do you legally start? Eight, nine, ten years old, they have things that they could talk about. You know, you, know, you just triggered a thought in my mind that I, I, I'm not going to say to university, but it's that university south of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> For those, those that aren't Michigan State people, they understand what I'm saying. And, but they, I was at a conference, and they, they shared with me. Now, this, this was a striking number that I got thrown at me. They had about 150 new students that come into their animal science program each year. Less than two of them come off the farm. 80 to 85% of them are vet students that were trying to get their grades up to get into vet school. And they know they're not going to make it. So they have to, as educators, find a way and a profession for them to guide them through something that's probably not going to be a vet. And I imagine Michigan State's got the same problem. I assume all the universities have the same problem. But I don't think you have that problem with the kids that come through the National Junior Shorthorn Association and come through the Junior National and, and this event and participate in these type of activities. I, I don't think you have that problem with them. I think they just excel. Yeah, many of the students, they've been exposed to opportunities. They know uh, what opportunities out there in the industry. They understand there could be opportunities working off the farm in reproduction and nutrition and ag finance and crop production, all of the industries that go into raising their project, uh, there are career opportunities, yeah. and they're good ones. You know, I, I used to live in the middle of 4,000 acres. Now I go to an office in Kansas City, and, you know, and, and, and I love it. It's a challenge, and I love doing what I do. So uh, I just think it's a great opportunity, and the sponsorships that we get, the, the value added, that they put to the to these children, to this youth, and what these youth are going to contribute back to our society, 
and our and our characters and our just the civilized area of America become so valuable to us that uh, I I it, it blows my mind so in a way as I watch a lot of these I've been here long enough now I've seen these kids grow and they're they're our family they're part of this family and it's just very impressive so I I just want to say thank you Jill for coming and visiting with us from Michigan State University and that that's the, that's my school so uh, it's even more special to have her here from from MSU and uh, we appreciate your comments we appreciate what you do there at the university it's helping mold young people into greater young adults and leaders for the future and that's what we're trying to do here and i think uh, all the sponsorships we do and the people that spend money on it uh they, they need to realize that it really does make a difference and you're telling us that and we we really appreciate it and thank you for being with us today here on the shorthorn bullpen we'll wrap it up today in des moines iowa thank you thank you go green go green Ha, ha, ha.